Okay, welcome back to Teen Muscle Radio and episode number 14. So today I am joined by Carla Chaxfield and we are going to be discussing um, a load of topics and, and some really exciting ones as well. So if you don't know Carla, um, then you'll you'll probably really know her by the end. We're going to get d- deep into obviously what Carla's about, uh, what she's been through um, and discuss some also some quite uh, interesting topics that I'm excited to hear her opinions on as well. Um, so before we get into it, Carla, introduce yourself to the listeners and, and give them a bit of an idea about you. Hi guys, so I'm Carla Chaxfield. I'm from Kent, Ashford, Kent. Um, I'm 25 years of age and I help people get healthy. I have my own nutrition uh, business uh, called Icy Fit. I used to run a pub for two years, um, got quite ill in the process, really overworked and really underpaid, um, which then led me on to um, my kind of health journey and bodybuilding. Oh, I've wow. done uh, two BMBF competitions now, um, both in figure, um, which kind of really changed my aspect on health and life and and everything and training in general really um went from being a cardio bunny to kind of a rip to figure athlete so that's me wow yeah that's interesting i never knew about the pub and all of that jazz so um yeah that's really really cool so give the listener an idea about obviously you're involved in the fitness industry now like throughout every single day correct you've not got like another part-time job or anything like that this is your business is your business, correct? Yeah, my business is my business. I don't necessarily go to work every day. Um, I work from my mobile phone, so it's very social media, um, post on Instagram, share to Facebook, share my life on Snapchat. Um, It's more about inspiring healthy living and helping other people change because I never had I never knew how to change. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing like figure models and being like, oh my goodness, I'd love to look like that, doing hours of cardio and being on a cabbage soup diet. <laughs> and I just never, ever got to where I want to be. So now I want to inspire other girls to who are stuck um, to live a healthier lifestyle and get to kind of they want to be eating right and obviously yeah. weight training. Sure, brilliant. Um, so what like initially got you into it, do you think? So you, you mentioned that you worked in a pub um, and you had other jobs. So what, what made you bridge that gap from thinking, you know, screw this, I'm going to quit, I'm going to go full-time, I'm going to invest myself into something like the fitness industry um, and maybe discuss any struggles that you had initially when sort of setting up your own business and, and all of that. So give us a round up on that. So when, uh, just before prom, so maybe like 10 years ago, um, I put on about two stone and I moved out from my mum's house in with my nan, lots of tea and biscuits and whole massive cooked pies and stuff. And, um, I remember being quite overweight before my prom and I then moved back in with my mum and she was like, Carly, you you really need to do something like I wasn't huge, but I was overweight for my age. And that kind of really got me into the gym in the beginning, doing lots of cross trainer, doing lots of body pump and like yoga and Pilates, things like that. And so I kind of have always been a gym bunny, like I never really knew about nutrition. I knew how like, I knew what fruit and veg was. Um, n- I don't think I'd ever squatted properly 
until two years ago, until I got my personal trainer. Mm. Um, So it was more just about the classes and going out for runs. Um, I trained for a marathon, and I swear cardio makes me fat now because I put on so much weight training for that marathon because obviously I was so hungry. Always so hungry, so hungry from training for that and so now anytime that someone says they do cardio I'm like oh my god let's stop that this mm-hmm. not do any cardio whatsoever because it made me hungry and I was just eating more food and obviously I was getting fatter and fatter yeah. um so then I was I'd done a lot of traveling and done I've done quite a bit in the last 10 years since I left school sure. um I then went to um run a pub and I was working like 70 hours a week for minimal minimal money um i was going to the gym every morning still doing my body pump classes and things like that and then um a personal trainer in the gym had just started uh justin as you probably know okay um i was on the treadmill at the time and he come up to me he's like what are you training today carla and i was like "Mm, arms i don't know like (laughs) i don't know i'm just here to do my cardio and stuff (laughs) and he was like do you want to train train together Mm. And from that, just one free session, he gave me so much information within that session, I was like blown away. Like I had known him from the gym, kind of just like, hi, as you do in the morning. But I didn't really know anything about Justin and he totally changed my whole concept and literally over the last two years has literally changed my life. Like I owe him so much for like getting my, my, I never knew what a macro was, Mm. never. I never knew that I could eat as much as I wanted within my macros and then still lose weight at the end of it. Mm. So, like, I literally ate myself thin and I never, ever thought I would do that. Yeah. Um, so I said to Justin in October 2014, if you can get me to stage, I will train with you three times a week. Like, I'll, I will pay you. If you mm. can get me to the stage in the summer, I was like, I, I will pay you for this. Like, I'm serious. Yeah. And I never, ever thought... I remember having like screenshots of like really ripped girls on my phone from Instagram and I never, ever, ever thought that I would be one of those people. Never, never in my life because I was starving myself and I was doing loads of cardio and nothing was changing. I I just never, ever thought that that would be me up on that stage. So I said to Justin, if you can get me to stage for the summer, then let's go. I'm ready for it. And obviously I had to do a, a bit of bulking standing at 10 p.m at night with like 300 calories left to eat like justin don't make me eat this i don't want to eat it and he really really changed my whole aspect of eating and training we got squatting mm-hmm. and the amount that i learned with him within such a short period of time like just li- has literally changed my life um he stopped training in the gym unfortunately in february okay um and then i kind of got myself to stage this year sure. um with a little bit of support from him um but he he had already left the gym so mm. yeah fa- it's all thanks to justin really i was i would probably still be a binge eating cardio bunny <laughs> yeah i mean i i've been in similar situations where you know i've been motivated by other people to sort of get involved in the sport and and have that passion and that drive to to sort of be like the other people that you look up to and i think that's really important especially for females like they look up to so many people that you know and you've proved yourself here that you can actually be one of those people and you can actually get your goals um and you know be on stage and be that shredded female and that's really really awesome to hear i'm sure that will motivate a lot of girls um so 
in terms of like getting into like your current job and and how how you obviously you run your own business you you work your own hours and all of that like how did how did that transition take place so obviously you met justin and and got into mm-hmm. weight training so w- at what point how recently was it that you sort of stopped doing your other job and and really just went full time in your own business um so i started training with justin in october 14 and um i'd recently just gone for a promotion i was already running a pub um as an assistant manager and i'd gone for a promotion to basically have my name over the door and they said no i was like well i'm running the pub already like i can't prove myself to you anymore and they were basically like no and from kind of that october to christmas i was just a bit like what, what's the point in working what's the point what is the point in any of this mm. um so christmas day i went to i cried all morning like i'd really dug myself in quite a horrible position because of work oh, wow. um i was eating cake every night to give me energy to cash up the tills and i was drinking two liters of diet coke every day to like get me through the day <laughs> like it's, it's so bad um so but i was bulking so i was allowed to eat cake <laughs> Um, so Christmas day um, I was on uh, Roaccutane which is quite a strong acne drug which then during that October to December time had actually given me depression because I was so low and because the drug was so toxic to my body Um, so Christmas day I was just in a terrible terrible position in my mind like mental health and Mm. I cried all morning I went to work cried all evening got to my family's house that night had presents of bags and my brother opened the door and I just had literally the worst breakdown ever it was horrific and I said to like my stepmom I was just like it's either my job or my life and I was like today I'm going to choose my life and I was like I quit my job like I just can't do it anymore so I called up the next day and I just said just to let you know I'm not coming back like that's it I'm done like I need to focus on me now. Yeah. Um, and I was just in a really bad kind of like mental health issue at the time. And Sounds it, yeah. when people say like they're depressed, I always used to think, just snap out of it. Go go for a walk, do something fun, laugh a little bit. But now I've actually been through like the anxiety and like the depression myself. Like I totally understand where, when people come from when they say they're struggling. Mm. Um, so before that, in the December time, I'd put a status on Facebook saying, like, can anyone help me with my skin? Um, I was obviously on Roaccutane. I'd been to the doctors, face wash, face creams, had a face bleach that I'd bought. Oh, and I actually found it about two months ago and just been there. I was like, gee. Um, and my friend came to me and uh, she put me a message on Facebook and said, I've actually got something that you'll really like. I know mm. you're into your gym and fitness and yep. this is actually really going to help you. And at the time, I was just like, give me all the drugs. Like, I'll take whatever you got. And she was like, Kyla, it's just fruit and veg. I was like, I don't care what it is. Just mm. give me. If it's mm. going to help with my skin, then I'll take it. Yeah. Um, so I started taking the product in like early December and I'd seen such a huge health difference within myself, within four weeks within a really short period of time yeah and i started taking the shakes started taking the capsules which is literally just fruit and veg mm-hmm. without the fiber and the sugar it's just just fruit and veg okay. um and i was then having less anxiety 
so I was sleeping better. Mm-hmm. I used to have dreams at memory of my wardrobe and I would never be able to sleep like during that October to like December time. Um, and I noticed that I wasn't feeling as anxious, so my depression didn't seem as bad. Okay. I had more energy just naturally and within about four weeks, I remember stepping out the shower and scrubbing my face with my towel and going like, Lindsay, like, what have you given me? Because I, I literally, I wasn't totally free, but my face was so less sore, such less sore. Does not make mm. sense, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said, like, Lindsay, what have you given me? Like, what is this? This is really powerful. And she's like, it's just fruit and veg. And so then I quit my job Christmas Day, and then I was speaking to Lindsay, and she said, well, why don't you join the business? Like, you've seen a good health change within yourself why don't you then start helping other people with this? So I then helped my mum with her arthritis. I then gave my brother the same and it helped with his acne. And I was just a bit blown away by how much had changed in a really short period of time. And I was just like, I actually love this. And I feel I need to tell as many people as I can about my change and what's happened. So I literally joined the business the next day online, the day after Boxing Day. Yeah. And obviously then it was, everyone was on their Christmas detoxes. Mm -hmm. It was a kickstart to the new year. I was on this new product that I loved and I was just sharing it with everybody. And kind of from that January, like my whole life just totally changed. I just wanted to tell everyone how fabulous I was feeling because of the product that I was taking. And I wanted to share it with everyone else. I'd read thousands of testimonials and heard other stories from the team that I'm in and I was I didn't know anything about the business but I was just so blown away by the product I was just like that's it it's like I never want to go back to work now like I need to like work on myself and help other people with this so then like the January was absolutely huge for me and I was so blown blown away by my first paycheck that I was just like that this is where I'm going with it. So then I started um, my business, I See Fit, which kind of mainly focused on nutrition mm-hmm. um, rather than like, obviously we know macros and proteins and things like that. And just, I really wanted to help people with what Justin had taught me, um, how it was helping change my body. I then wanted to help other people along the lines of nutrition yeah. rather than a fad diet. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so it just kind of went from there, really. And I just slowly built my team, slowly got a customer base. And right. that was like 21 months ago. Um, I knew I never wanted to go back to work and I knew I had to make this work. So that was kind of where I went with it. Wow, interesting. So do you employ like a, a team of people then? Are you like... Uh, do you out do you outsource how people sell your products or how does it work? Are you like the sort of the main holder of like IC Fit and then there's people that work below you or how does that all work? I'm interested. So it's a franchise. Okay. So um, you buy your own franchise, which is fifty pounds. Um, okay. So you don't have to invest a lot, um, and you have an upline. So someone that brings you into the business. They are kind of there to show you how to do things. Mm-hmm. So um, I got my customers really good results. They'd seen changes within their self. And then I said, well, you've seen a good health change within yourself. Why don't you then share it with a few other people? 
So they make their franchise and then they help a few other people. Yeah. And then obviously they're making a bit of commission and then they help some more other people. Yeah. So it's literally just about sharing a product that we love and then we make a commission from obviously what we share with people and what our team shares with people. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like obviously your you're you know you're you're out there to help a lot of people and from what it sounds like obviously there's 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 products there that that can make a huge difference um and i think what the 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 general you know there's a lot of general misconceptions about these products so before i sort of ask about the misconceptions and what you think and your thoughts of them just explain to um the listeners like the type of products that you sell and that you mainly yeah that you mainly sell through your business so i opened a juice plus franchise and that's kind of what i work alongside okay um so we have shakes and obviously we have capsules and then that's where everyone goes like it's a fad diet because you're going to get everyone on shakes and tell them to eat no food um so what juice plus is basically is it's fruit and veg um so they pick it at the peak of ripeness so that it's still got all its nutrients in Okay. They take, they cool it, and to preserve the nutrients, they dry it yep. at a temperature, and they take out the sugar, they take out the fiber, okay. and then you're li- you're literally just left with the phytonutrients. You're just and left with the goodness. And then it's put into a capsule. Yeah, and yep. the shakes are very very similar. Um, it's just plant based protein, so oh, okay. there's no way in it. It's literally just plants. Okay. Um, so the capsules hold a 30 raw varieties of fruit and veg. Okay. Um, and if you think like most people don't get maybe five in a day. Yep. So that's where the, the capsules are so powerful because it's giving people a raw variety mm. in their diet every day. And then the shakes hold 17. So okay. I just say to people, use them as like on the go snacks or like just energy drinks through the day. Like take out your coffee, take out your Red Bull. Mm. Mm. and just have a shake that's got 17 fruit and veg in. So when you advise people to use these products, are you advising yeah. them to use them alongside their current, like, or, or as alongside a diet that you're advising them to to have? So obviously, do you, through IC Fit, do you do, like, nutritional programming for, like, a normal diet? So, like, normal your, your normal foods, yeah. and then you include... The, the capsules as a sort of a supplement and the uh, the protein shakes as an, as another supplement to go on top of a normal diet is that correct yeah indeed so um i always tell people to download my fitness power because it makes people realize how many calories it are in what and Perfect. i think even giving the normal people <laughs> um the advantage of using something like my fitness power just makes people realize that oh my goodness, how many calories was I drinking in that Dr. Pepper, for yeah. instance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they realise that cauliflower has got like 40 calories and they're like, why aren't, why aren't I eating more of this vegetables because it's got no calories in? Yeah, sure. um, so I kind of just take be- people back to basics really okay. and fruit and veg and obviously your healthy carbohydrates and then making sure they're getting enough protein through the day. Mm-hmm. Are they kind of hitting their protein goals i'll give them kind of like basic macros of like what to work with Mm. and then see how their body changes over time but it's more let's go back to the basics of eating healthy because i find people are like i don't know how to eat healthy 
yeah they I mean, just don't know that's 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 like a massive one because i find it a lot as well not so much with the people that i work with online but more the people that i work with one-to-one which are more sort of general population people that sort of you know they want to lose weight they want to get healthier and and they just don't they genuinely don't have a clue so you you show them my fitness power and you give them macros and they're like you know what the fuck do i do with this they don't have a clue you know so i think people generally respond really well i've had great results with general population clients on just just a food diary and just looking at what they're eating and saying okay this is this is right this is wrong we need to increase protein intake here we need to change this you know change that and yeah the food diary or at least like some element of a log to keep track of their what they're consuming is something that i think is really really helpful um so that's obviously a great thing that you're doing that and obviously that covers one of the biggest misconceptions about the products is that i think a lot of people think that juice plus products are just is a diet or juice plus is like you just eat like you just have a shake a shake a shake a shake shake yeah and it's just shakes and then you have a few capsules you know so what do you think the other misconceptions are that people just re- that maybe sometimes annoy you or irritate you that that people skip they don't look at they don't look at what juice plus is because for me looking in it's like i look at juice plus and what you've described it's like I buy a I buy like a powder like a super greens powder which is probably you know marginally similar in the terms in, in terms of like what the type of things going on in in the capsules are like my super greens powder and yeah I saw hundreds and hundreds of people that buy super greens powders out there and there's hundreds and hundreds of people that don't like whey protein that buy plant protein so mm-hmm. what do you think the other misconceptions are that that people sort of generally have with juice plus and and why would you sort of like say goodbye to them? <laughs> I think the misconception is because it comes from someone that is sharing a product. And obviously people just think it's because we're out to make money. But then again, like it's our own personal business at the end of the day. And I like something and I want to share it with someone. I think that's where the misconception comes from because it's not given by doctors because they just want to sell you the drugs because it's not in Holland and Barrett. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sharing it with you, people are like, oh, no, like, it's a fad diet. So then people think it's also, like, diet pills. And we know, really, there's nothing that is a diet pill because we know calories in versus calories out is going to get you weight loss. Yeah. Um, we know that there's no point in replacing a meal with a shake because at the end of the day, it's all about calories, and that's what I really try to get to people is you can eat a thousand calories worth of Kit Kat or you can have a thousand calories worth of shake. Like if you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. Like you're not going to necessarily feel he- healthy if you're eating Kit Kats like for a thousand calories. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I try to get people just down to the basics of this is a health supplement and it goes on top of what you're having now. Like, um, my goddad doesn't hardly any fruit and veg. He came onto the capsules after about six months of me being like, you should probably try these. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he used to suffer with colds okay. all year round, in oh, and out of fridges all the time. Um, he's up at like 3 a.m. So, like, his body clock and his temperature is just up and down all the time. Sure. And he just generally used to have a cold all year round. He then came onto the capsules last October and hasn't had a cold since. Mm, so that's how powerful 
the side of the fruit and veg is that people don't get enough. So just adding that into your diet on top of what you're doing now is going to make a huge difference. And that's the kind of the message I tried to get out that it is just fruit and veg. It is changing lives and you do need yeah. more in your life. Yes, yeah, massively important. Like people overlook micronutrients massively Indeed. and especially like you said obviously if you're in a deficit you will lose fat yeah you will lose fat you know regardless if you're in a deficit or or you know whatever if you're in a deficit but the thing is obviously from a health perspective and from feeling good in a deficit and your immune system etc you're going to need a good you know good amount of micronutrients in your diet you're going to need fruit and veg and people just you know people are lazy people don't people don't buy fruit and veg people avoid it like the plague um and you know from a in in a general population diet you generally don't see you know you maybe see like the occasional banana hopping now and again but you don't see like you know the yeah. amount of fruit and veg that you really should be hitting in a day and i think that that's that's probably one of the main benefits from the product like it sounds to me it's like it just covers your bases it's like an insurance policy for micronutrients mm -hmm. which is which I see as a really beneficial thing. One Indeed. other question that I did have is, do all Juice Plus uh, promoters or people that get into Juice Plus and selling the product, do they, like, give us your honest opinion, do, do you think they all have a good idea as to how to con control calories? Because I'm very, I'm very trustworthy of you. I think you do have a great idea of fitness, health, nutrition, etc. But do you think all Juice Plus providers do have a good idea of giving nutrition advice in terms of controlling overall calories and making sure that this is just a product to add to a good healthy diet? No, of course not, because we're here to share something that we love. And that's the great thing kind of about the business is anyone can do the business. Anyone can share a product. Anyone can share their product story and our business is mainly based on sharing like I can give you a, te um, a study because mm -hmm. there's 35 studies against our name that no, no one else has got out there um, to say that it helps with oxidative stress okay you probably are not going to read that study <laughs> but then I can tell you that um, it's helped my acne and yep. it's helped many other things and, and then you can relate to that yeah, or sure. you probably know someone with acne yeah. that can probably benefit from the product. So 100%. I know that I'm in a good position to help people. And that's why I put my business out there for nutrition advice. Yeah. But the good thing about the business is people don't have to be doctors. We don't have to have degrees. We don't have to give out nutrition advice. And so that's where people probably get a misconception as well that people have no idea what they're talking about. But it is just about sharing a product. It's not about Juice Plus is a diet because Juice Plus don't give us diets. Okay. Juice Plus don't give us anything except the product. Okay. So if, if like someone that was buying the product then asked about nutritional recommendations as a like in terms of their overall diet, obviously mm -hmm. you're you're in a very good position to give them advice. But do you think sometimes there's maybe slightly incorrect advice given out or not of course and okay. juice plus have on, on the back of the packet it says meal replacements yeah cool brilliant. so again when my customers get shakes i have to then reiterate 
that I don't want you to use it as a meal replacement. Yeah. Um, so it is about just people going out and finding what works for them. Sure. And obviously it would be beneficial to humans <laughs> if everyone in Juice Plus had nutrition behind them. Um, you know, there's the... so many people out there that don't sell Juice Plus that are giving shit recommendations. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's just Juice Plus. Um, and I think exactly what you were saying there about like it would be beneficial if everyone that sold the product had great uh, ideas in terms of nutrition. But that's probably not going to be possible because, you know, unless unless there was some sort of education process when you hopped on board. But it sounds yeah. like, you know, it's a very cheap, very cost effective buy in to get you selling the product. You know, like you mentioned, sort of 50 pound sign up to, to get involved. You know, you're going to get a lot of people doing that. Hence why, you know, it's such a popular popular brand. And there's going to be a lot of people out there that just don't have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you're doing so well, obviously, because you have, obviously, the element of you do have the knowledge. You have the business acumen that you can progress your business. And, you know, it's all working together. And it looks like it's going really successfully, which is great. Um, so, yeah, I'm yeah, that's good. I've got, like, there's a load of information there that should hopefully clear a few things up for, for people with Juice Plus. So, what I wanted to move on to now, Carla, is a bit about your competing and, and how you've sort of got into it as a female um, and things like that. So, you know, you obviously you mentioned Justin got you into competing, got you into your first show. Was there any sort of like female presence in terms of a motivating factor uh, towards your first female competition? And how do you think that females now, if there's a female listen to, listening to this, could sort of look for the best way to get involved in the sport? You definitely need a coach. Like you have to have someone there that is going to help you literally every day, every step of the way, because it is a learning process. Like Justin had never had. Um, I was one of his first clients, and he had obviously never got anyone else to stage but himself. So obviously, when you're in bodybuilding, it all is just trial and error. Mm. So I had to. We had to kind of trust each other. Like, let's see if this works let's see if that works and it was kind of like an experiment I suppose Mm -hmm. and that hasn't worked we'll scrap that so you definitely need a coach and they don't necessarily need to have done it before but they need if you want to go into bodybuilding they obviously need to have an idea of what they're doing not any personal trainer is just going to be able to get you to stage I don't believe that at all yeah um so yeah he just help me with my nutrition mm-hmm. um get me off eating cake and drinking diet coke all the time mm-hmm. um introduced me to things like deadlifts and squats Compound which totally yeah. transformed my body um i stopped doing cardio and now the only time i do cardio is before a competition like 12 weeks out yeah um so that's all stopped now which is amazing yeah like that's amazing um so anyone that feels they want to go into doing bodybuilding to make sure you're mentally prepared and you've kind of got the support system and network around you yeah definitely good good advice and i think for a female as well you know not that not that there's any drastic difference from a male female to a male but i think there's there's a lot more misconceptions and you know anecdotally don't bite me anecdotally i've seen females get more stressed when it comes mm-hmm. to comp prep and feel like they're not ready and but i like granted i've seen it with plenty of males as well i have i have a male client at the moment that gets super stressed 
uh, like all the time, especially when he's prepping. And I've had female clients that don't get stressed. But I think anecdotally, I think females on a wider scale get quite stressed when things aren't going right. It definitely, from like social media, it definitely seems like men have got it more mentally prepared for about what what's to happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, you have to be mentally prepared for it. Definitely. Massively, yeah, massively. Um. Important. But I see it as. I eat every day anyway. Yep. I train every day anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just more of in a consistent kind of this is the path we need to go down and you need to keep it like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't necessarily find it stressful and I don't have anything stressful in my life now. Sure. Because um, obviously I don't need to go to get up and go to work every day. Um, so I don't see how people can be super, super stressed and do competing. Like that must be tough but for me it's just about a more consistent path over the 12 weeks 16 weeks of bringing your calories down up in your cardio Mm. and working your macros so Mm. I don't really find it stressful and actually this comp this prep I didn't I wasn't craving anything and like I was Six weeks out, I was just like, I'm not craving anything. I don't think I'm going to binge after this competition. Mm. Like, I was telling everyone on Snapchat, I was like, I, I'm not even craving anything. Like, I was re- I was fancying a mocha, like a Costa's mocha. But apart from that, I just, I like nearly stuck to plan all the way. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Like, like, I know. To stick to plan all the way is, is really good. It shows a sign of a good prep and also a good mental attitude. And mm. your post on social media really highlighted that. Like, you seemed like really determined to beat yourself and be the best you on stage, which is massively important. And I think what you said about being mentally prepared, I totally agree with it in terms of. The, you need to get like your external things really nailed as well in terms of you know have you got solid relationships have you got any relationship issues get them out of the way before you prep because that's that's going to be something you don't want to deal with it's going to be any external stress work relationships family anything else needs to be dulled or at least kept at bay mm. when you decide to comp prep because essentially it is quite a selfish thing and you have yeah. to be like you, you've got lots of training to do lots of cardio to do meals to prep and you know all these things training cardio meal prep they're all for you it's not for anyone else and it's really it is it, it does become like quite selfish um, i i think you have to put yourself in this bubble yeah and it's almost like no one talked to me for the next like six weeks <laughs> because i need to focus on what i'm doing yeah. like and Every day it would be like, just focus on what you're doing. Just, Mm. you know what you're meant to be doing. Just focus. Just get up, do what you've got to do, and then go back to bed for the next six weeks. And it literally was like that for me. I was kind of wishing, not wishing my life away, but counting down the days to Mm. competition in my little bubble. Yeah, it's quite easy to get into that mindset. And it almost gets Mm -hmm. you into that sort of really habitual routine, which is important, but it does sort of lock you in. Um, in terms of like, how do you think as a female, do you think that there's anything that competition prep has really affected you in terms of the way you look at yourself or potentially, we've talked about this with uh, Kai on a previous podcast, but like the relationship with like potentially the f- like food aspect and 
weighing yourself, etc. So do you think there's anything that comp prep has directly affected you? And how do you think that girls can maybe prepare for this if they're looking to do their first show? Prepping for competition, doing the whole bulking and then shredding and seeing my body change over a long period of time, I think has personally really helped me now. And actually, the other day I went for a photo shoot and the guy was just like, so what part of your body don't you like? And I remember looking down and I was like, <laughs> to be honest, like, I work hard on my body and there's not really anything I don't like. And you know, people like cover up their arms or cover up their belly and stuff. And I think because I worked so hard to get my body in that kind of like state that it's in now, I don't necessarily hate something about my body. And right. I think getting to competition has been really helpful with like my food like and my nutrition and now my body looks so much better obviously than it did two years ago yeah I think if I hadn't competed I definitely wouldn't be in this position now so like going forward and how I'm feeling now like definitely bod bodybuilding has helped me feel this good like and I can't thank Justin or like the whole process enough like it's definitely made me I think a better person that's awesome yeah. that's really awesome to hear because obviously like tends to be the like what you'll hear especially from females as well is that bodybuilding has created like a you know an, a disproportionate look as to when they look at themselves they always think they're out of shape or they mm -hmm. look at themselves and think back to when they're shredded but it seems to to for me in terms of you it, it you've you've gained confidence you've you've got really confident with your food um, and your training and it's improved so many aspects of your life and I think that's really important for, for girls to realize that it's not just like you know dieting is hard it's a difficult process but it can actually improve your quality of life improve the way Massively. you look at food um, and improve everything um, so that's that's awesome like I think that that will motivate or maybe make the decision a bit easier for some girls that are out there that are looking to compete which is great and um, the more people involved in the sport the better as we yeah, know indeed um so finally like touch on obviously like post show is a really difficult period in terms of um people like basically going mad on food and and satisfying all those cravings that you've got during prep and i know that i struggled with it back in my first sort of competition prep season in 2014 um, but once I'd sort of got it out the way, like got all the things that I wanted out the way, I sort of was back on track. And but it is difficult, and definitely it 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 gets harder the longer it goes on. And I just wanted to get your opinion on how you manage your post-show period, and whether you've got any advice to girls that sort of finish their competitions this year and, and are maybe looking to <laughs> quote unquote reverse diet or at least maintain a, a good relationship with food. Um, so Justin said after my first competition, so we're going to reverse diet out of this. Mm. All right, cool. That sounds all right. Like yeah. we'll, we'll we'll give you a few extra hundred calories, maybe from like one thousand one hundred to one thousand five hundred, so that you're not going to binge. Yeah, that's that's that that sounds cool. We I'm sure we can do that. <laughs> um, last year, I've always suffered with binge eating mm. since. I can imagine. Um, I remember being in the pub, always waking up at night and going and having a protein shake like, because I fancied that chocolate. <laughs> like at like midnight, I would always oh. get up and then go back to bed as if it never happened. Um, so I've always struggled with eating at night and I've always struggled with binge eating. And 
anything I kind of fancied I would have and I would always like go back for seconds like when I was a teenager so I've I've never I'd never really had a good relationship with food my mum's pretty much been anorexic her whole life until she gave birth to me and I kind of think she gave me some kind of gene that just I didn't go well with food from as long as I can remember um so that's where bodybuilding has like really really helped me so after competition last year um like I never ever thought I'd get to stage I never thought I'd be up there mm-hmm. so for me to because I've always suffered with binge eating for me to get to stage like, I still look now and think oh god I've no idea how that how I even got that <laughs> lean um so after stage last year um I had like a few weeks off um I remember eating like a whole oh god my <laughs> um friend had baked me a Guinness cake like a 16 man you know like big Guinness cake. I went for dinner that night, came home, ate half the cake, <laughs> wake up the next day, went for a fried breakfast, ate the other half of the cake. Wow. So like cake for me is a demon, like it's an actual demon. Um <laughs> so like I've always struck like if and I think last year I literally was just like I can't control myself around cake. I'm not I even gonna cake. start. No like my birthday, my mum's birthday, I was just like you can buy a cake for me, but I'm not going to eat it because it just sends me on this whirlwind of I need to eat the whole cake until it's gone and then I don't have to worry about it. And so if I know that I've got anything in the house that's like remotely sweet or cake-like, um, I know it has to go. Mm. Like it can't, it can't be in the house. I will get up at night Love and it. my demons inside me will make me go and eat that cake so that it's not there in the morning. And so... As well, um, before comp this year, mm. um, about seven to eight weeks out, I had my contraception changed. Okay. And, oh, my God, it sent me through the roof. My hormones were everywhere. And I've never, ever had to deal with hormones before in my life. And I was eating, like, a 1,000 calories more than I should have been. I didn't tell Justin. Yeah. I was just, I was having like a breakdown in my hormone. I didn't want to walk anywhere. I didn't want to go to the gym. And I was sitting on my lazy boy chair on Snapchat, like, what is life? Like, wow. just can't even deal with this. And I was like six or seven weeks out. And I remember thinking, this can't go on much longer. Did I think gain, it lasted. Did a... you gain weight when you changed like contraception? No. Or did it just make things go fucked up? It was like this on my little weigh-ins, weigh-ins. Yeah. um it literally would go up a few pounds and then down um but yeah don't ever change a contraception during some kind of prep like yeah. i never thought it would happen um and that absolutely messed up my whole kind of two weeks of trying to lose weight thank god i didn't do it like a week before like that would have been horrific um so my pretty much from when that happened i was quite focused so maybe like six weeks out I knew what had to be done and I was just focused on doing it. Um, I did have like a few slip ups. I remember going into Sainsbury's, just wanting to eat some cookies, buying the bag of like five freshly made cookies, going into my car, eating the whole bag, putting it, the bag in the bin, getting back in my car and driving off as if nothing had ever happened. (laughs) Like, and I was listening to um, the podcast with Ant the other day and he was just like, yeah, there was this one time when I thought about binging but I didn't do it. (laughs) And I was just like, oh my goodness, like 
I wish, I wish that would happen to me. So after competition, it it has been really tough. Like I haven't tracked macros now for probably about eight weeks. Oh wow! Okay, interesting. And like I'm obviously making sure I'm getting my micronutrients. I yeah. know how often I need to get my protein in, mm-hmm. but for me at the moment, it's just about not being insane. Like yeah, not being so like track like yeah, tracking everything. Where I've probably tracked for the last nine months, obviously mm. bulking and then shredding, I am kind of binge eating at the moment, I suppose. Okay. Um, but I don't want to put myself on back such a strict diet that it's going to make me do that even more. Yeah. And over the last five weeks, I've put on all the weight that I lost. Okay. It's really hard for me now. Like I don't feel necessarily comfortable in mm. all the fat that I've put on because obviously you go from being so shredded to so not shredded yeah, within such a short period of time. Yeah. Um, so when people say they're reverse diet, I say good on them. Like I, I wish I had the power in me to do that. Yeah. I wish I never had to binge eat again, but there is just something inside me. And I, I've been getting up now. Um, so my competition was mid-July. Yep. Obviously, we're now in mid-September. And I'm struggling with night eating now. So I will get up out of my bed. I will know that there's a pro- chocolate protein bar in the cupboard or a bag of raisins or some cereal. I will go downstairs. I will eat until I'm satisfied. And yep. then I will go back to bed. And then I'll wake up in the morning like, Carla, man, yeah. why did you even do that? Mm. Um So I am pretty much like half and half asleep and that's kind of why I never saw myself get into stage because I've always had to deal with these kind of demons inside of me. Um, And I don't know if they'll ever go to be honest. So I've Mm. got um, obviously a much better relationship with food now and when I'm in like my my macros of like bulking, I never ever binge because I don't need to because I've got so much food that I can eat. Yeah, um, I think I think having structure and a goal is massively important. Mm-hmm. So like you mentioned, you you know, when you're dieting you like only had a few slip ups and when you're bulking you have this you have a ceiling so you know that you can eat up to that ceiling and then that's it. Yeah. Like you don't need any more. And, and that think, really helps me. Yeah, and I think for girls I think it's important, like obviously, you know, you need time away from tracking, you need time to sort of have that relaxed period of of like yeah you're not tracking everything and you can sort of back off the gas a little bit but likewise you need you need some element of focus and you need like a ceiling on your food intake otherwise you will just have a tendency to think oh well I can fit this in I can fit that in and it gets all a bit messy um so I think that's a really really good point um so yeah I mean I'm I'm really I'm really like happy with that I'm really happy with the content that we've put out I'm really happy with the juice plus stuff um so before we sort of wrap things up Carla I just want you to give an idea as to where the listener can follow you on sort of social media uh give maybe where you're most active because that's usually helpful so um where you're most active on social media and and where people could sort of like your pages and, and follow you more So I'm most active on Facebook um, every day. Obviously, I mainly run my business from there. Um, It's kind of like my shop window. So anyone can go and follow me on there, which is obviously just Carla Chaxfield. Um, Quite active as if you are um, daily on Snapchat, Mm -hmm. which is Carla Chacka. So Carla, C-H-A-C-C-A. And then I'm on Instagram, um, ICFit underscore Carla. Cool. 
well yeah i'll make sure that i'll link all those things up below i'll link a facebook page and all of that jazz mm -hmm. um but again carla thanks very much for your time i know you're a busy person no worries really um and if it. anyone has got any questions like they're thinking about getting into competing or if anyone is struggling with binge eating or they just want someone else to speak to along those lines then feel free to pop me a message awesome thanks very much carla so yeah that's a wrap for episode number 14 um, Mesa, if you could give us a review on iTunes, that'd be really, really helpful. We're still looking for more reviews. And if you're on Facebook, um, I mean YouTube, if you're on YouTube, please give the video a like. And if you're on SoundCloud, please click the love button and share this uh, podcast to your timeline. That'd be really appreciated. And yeah, make sure you subscribe for future episodes. And I will see you again in episode number 15.